Gracious Father, uh, sometimes our services uh, are rough in the beginning, and we need to, uh, to get centered. We need to calm our hearts, and we need to focus our minds on you, uh, Father, on your son Jesus, on what he did for us. Father, we need to uh, commit ourselves to being obedient to your spirit and your word. We need, Father, to allow the things of this world that are uh, troubling our minds or pressuring us uh, to set those things aside. Father, we need to open our hearts to you. Father, I pray this morning that as we come to worship, as we hear our youth testify to times during the past week where they saw your presence, they saw you at work, that, Father, we will hear what they say and we will allow it. Uh, to refortify our own faith. Father, to remind us that we too need to be looking for your hand at work in our lives and in our world. Father, I thank you for all the youth here, for their leaders, for those who took the time to go and to uh, become servants of the people of Winchester, Kentucky. We pray for those people, Father, and we pray that the example that our youth gave them will not be lost but that they will remember that, uh, uh, that these youth from Verona, Virginia uh, came, and for a week they served and they loved them. Father, bless us this day as we continue in worship to you and as we raise our songs in praise. Open our eyes, Father, that we may see your will, your glory, and your son Jesus. In his holy name we pray. Amen. I want to thank all of you because we were blessed to go and serve um, I know it changed me. I hope it changed the youth and adults that went. But some of you financially supported our youth mission team, and you have done this over the years. We couldn't go without you. We know that. Many of you prayed for us. Trust me when I say we needed that. We could have not done that without you. So I know that God uses each and every one of us. And sometimes I'm sad when I really want one of us to go. And for some reason, God has a different plan. And he says, no, they're not meant to go. This person's meant to go. And I don't really understand why, but that's how it works. So thank you. Parents, thank you. You have amazing children that you shared with me this week. Um, and I'm in awe. They were absolutely wonderful. You guys are doing a great job, and don't let anybody tell you any different. Adults that went, we laughed, we cried, we had a great time while serving. So thank you for going and taking a week out of your summer to go. Some of us took a week's vacation. That speaks volumes. Some people take a vacation to go to the beach, get some R&R, recoup so you can go back to work and do it all again. Some of these adults didn't do that. They went, they sweated, they slept on a hard floor. They got up that morning early hoping for a cup of coffee, which did approve throughout the week. Um, And we ate school food for a week. Um, So that speaks volumes for those who gave their time and went for that. So one of the things we do on the mission trip is we look for God um, throughout the week. And so I'd like to share a little bit about each team member. Larry, for your faithfulness in serving, I'm in awe. Bob, Bob is faithful. He is willing to help out. He deals with baptizing his pilot very, very well. (laughs) 
There's a story behind that. You'll have to ask him about that. Um, and Bob actually cleans his car on the first day that we leave, and that's impressive too. Shane and Bob can share about that. Morris is the guy who you get this text from, and nobody as a leader wants a text from an adult or a youth during the workday because your first thought is, are you okay? So I opened this text from Morris to find a picture of baked brownies. Yeah, he's doing just fine. <laughs> then, tell, then ask him how he or who he chose to share his brownies with. It wasn't the person he sent the picture to. Morris also can take a painting job and turn it into a construction job because that's who Morris is. Donovan, you're very caring. And so on the trip home, um, I'll back up a little bit. One evening for devotions, I shared a few of my favorite scriptures. And so on the way home, first off, Donovan's just a very caring person who's always willing to help out. But he reaches up to me and he says, hey, Carrie, I got a favorite scripture. Matthew twenty five thirty five. Shane. Shane is just happy to be here. Donovan, I tried to get him to take one for the team earlier in the van, and he's like, no, but Shane Man will take it. And Shane graciously would take it. I told him he better run quick. But Shane's awesome. Wes. Wes is the one who's dedicated to the job. He's got to get it done. He had a minor injury to his finger. The girls are flipping out. But... Wes is like, tape me up and let's go. (laughs) Mia, she would just come up and give me a hug just right when I needed it. Jasmine, for your smile, that can light up a room and you're just happy. And I love that. Destiny, before we would leave out in the morning, she would find me and say, hey, aren't you going to give me a hug? Willa, she kept us in line about caring for God's world by recycling. Rachel, she's a very hard worker who's sweet. She will roll with anything. So she wanted chocolate milk one day. Brought the chocolate milk back to the cafeteria, put it on her bed, went and did something else, and then sat down on her chocolate milk. So now she's got a wet cot. Many of us would have been upset with that. Nope. She's like, it's going to be all right. We'll just roll forward and we'll just dry it out using the fan. Paige, I'm in awe. Paige showed me on Friday her her spiral book that she carries with her, and she had picked out a scripture to put on everybody's care card for our crew. Who does that? An amazing woman does that. Lily. Lily decided she needed to take one for the team, so when we met on Friday, I mentioned, hey, if we got to go to urgent care, got to go to the hospital, no worries, we're going to get through this. It's not going to be a big deal. She thought she would test us on Sunday before we even went to work. Um, so thank you for taking one for the team and being determined not to give up. Haven. So we had a member who couldn't go with us. And so Haven stepped up and said, I'll go with you. She only knew Lily at the time. Come to find out she also knew Wes and they had spent the week together before. So she's got courage like David. Autumn, she prayed for us at the evening worship service. Hope, Hope has got an awesome smile. She's sweet and caring, um, and she just did a great job. Then she also led us in music one night, and Hope, you rocked it. It was awesome. Bonna, 
Bonnet, God used you to speak to me um, this week, and I thank you for that. Christy, she's got this amazing laugh. So you know when you have a young child and they laugh, and it's that from the deep heart laugh, and you know it's funny and it's just wonderful? Christy, that's you. And I just love you for that and love you for the love that you have for your children. Earlier in the week, um, I guess it must have been on Saturday, Larry shares with me that faith is a prayer warrior. And I didn't realize, I thought, well, that's awesome to be a prayer warrior. And then I realized once Lily fell, we needed a prayer warrior. And I sent Faye a text and she was on it. So thank you. God was with us at, we, at our work. During devotions, I would um, pick out a few scriptures, um, tag the youth who decided they would be bring their phone to devotions, and they would read the scriptures. So Christy had her phone out, and I gave her Ephesians 4, 31 through 32, which talks about anger and bitterness. Christy said earlier in the day she thought about how real that was and how perfect that scripture was that she got chosen to read it. We learned about sharing our hope growing in our faith and serving others. We learned about who God was. Who are we? We are God's handiwork. We are beautifully made, each one of us sitting here. We also learned that God pursues us. God chooses us. God wants a relationship with us, and God forgives. And at the end, our God is mighty, and our God wins. So I'd like to call the team up so they can share a little bit about the trip. Um, and then I'll, i got a small devotion I'd like to close you out with. So, team, if you want to come up, somebody grab the mic. While they're gathering, I'll share a little bit about my resident. My resident was Valerie. And her niece came over every day, Renee, to help her, and they ran a daycare in Valerie's home. So we were blessed to see some more young children throughout the day, which was wonderful. So the first day we go in, and, of course, you get there, and I'm older, so, like, i got to go to the bathroom. And I say, hey, can I use your bathroom? And she's like, my home is your home this week. Come on in. So she showed me the hospitality that Jesus shows each one of us. Okay. All right, I had to paint the first house, but uh, her son wasn't very nice, so they moved us. We didn't get to finish that one, but we moved to Bonna's site, and it turned out to be a real good week. Um, I got the best crew I've ever had, and this is my third mission trip, so hope maybe that will change. I don't know. Anyways, um, they were very like helpful and whatnot throughout the whole week because I was a bit clueless on what I was doing, and they were very like welcoming and just super kind. So my week was filled with laughter and some tears as well. But I'm really, truly blessed for my crew that they made fun of me a bit because of a snake jumping at me. <laughs> And then everyone else around me for some of the jokes and picking on they did to me. But I'm really blessed to have them with me. Uh, I must say that out of five years of mission trips, 
this is probably one of the best ones I've had. Uh, my crew, we were hard working, but at the same time, we would goof around and have fun, and we would get the job done. I'm really blessed to have that. Um, so this, so this was my first missing trip, and thank y'all for letting me go. Uh, this week, we built a railing around a porch, and also for a set of, or um, a railing for a set of stairs. And our resident was very nice. Her name was actually Miss Sue, and she was 82, but she told us a fun fact. Up until two years ago, she was still putting shingles on her roof. (laughs) So that was kind of cool, but I had a very good time, and I appreciate y'all letting me go. My God sighting was the people, like everybody, because I got to my site, and my crew was really great. And I think if we didn't get along, then we wouldn't have worked as hard and we wouldn't have got it done. And then when I came back to the school, I had great people to, like, comfort me and stuff and be there. Um, One of my God sightings this week was our resident, actually. Because right off the bat, as soon as we got there, she was just extremely kind and talked to us and helped us with whatever we needed. So it was great to have her. Um, my God sighting was my resident because she let us hold her nine-week-old kitten, um, and even though she didn't know us. Okay, so my God sighting is thanks, is a bit more. Um, so right now, my favorite book series is Keeper of Velocities, and the main character is Sophie Foster, and so. Basically, backstory. Um, I broke my arm, and I was sleeping in a middle school in a, this reclining chair. And I realized there would be no place for me to put my arm with it being bent like this. So I had to switch beds with my mom, so I slept on a cot. And then I realized that um, Sophie Foster, she slept in a school on a cot. And then she just broke her arm. And then I also realized that the person who slept next to her had just broken his leg. And the person who slept next to me last year had broken her leg. Okay. So first off, my resident, um, just as soon as we got there, she, like, she came out, she started talking to us. And she was telling me about her back and how she had, she was hadn't had surgery and stuff, and that she um, a couple days later, well about the ne- well Tuesday, she, we were talking about how cold it was in the girls' hall because it was like freezing. I wake up and I'd be chattering, and she comes out and she has clothes for us, shoes for us, and blankets for us. And then it was about 11:30, and she comes out with trays stacked with food, and she's like, "It's about lunchtime, isn't it?" And we were like, "Oh my gosh!" And we were like shocked. And then also my crew. So last year I didn't have like the best crew in the world because not all of them got along with me. But this year, like, if I were to ask, if I asked a question, like, I had no idea what a post hole digger was. And then I was like, "What's a post hole digger?" And they just told me, and they let me use tools that I really shouldn't have used at my age, but they <laughs> let me use them a little bit. So my crew, as soon as we met each other, we just became friends like that. And then we figured out how to do games at the same time while we were painting the house. So, sorry. Um, 
I think mine was uh, my resident. She, when we first got there, uh, she was very open to us, and she, but and she was like willing to let us into our her home, and but she never really opened up to us. Um, the only thing that we could, re- the only thing that she really have ever told us about herself was that she had like three kids and and a few like two grand like two grands two grandchildren and the and that was pretty much it that we had gotten from her. Um, later during the week, we had found out that one of her sons had passed away. She never she didn't open to us about why or how, but it but by the we could tell that it wasn't by like extremely like natural causes if you understand what I'm saying. So what we did uh, the last day when after we had gotten everything done, we actually had gotten everything done on Thursday, but we decided to come an extra instead of telling them telling the people that we were done, we actually came the the final day and we built her a memory garden for her son. And what we did was that we took it, we got this like cement and we made this made this rock and with the and it decorated it and put his name into the middle of it. And during lunch we presented her with the with these the gifts and and as she received it, received it, she started tearing up, which for which for me it was just very moving. Since she, I mean, she still never really completely opened up to us, but it really was really heartfelt to see that. Just the emotion, and it was just it was very moving. Good morning. Um, so my God sighting was um, every everybody here, and then uh, my crew. This is my first mission trip as an adult. Um, I did them when I was their age, and then there's been like a 20-year gap. Um, these kids are incredible, and they, they really touched my heart every single day. We would get up at a quarter till seven every morning, um, and we would eat this amazing cafeteria food. And um, <laughs> I really wanted the fruit, and it was always too frozen that's pretty sad. But anyway, um, but these kids, so we get up at, at, a, at a quarter till seven every single morning, and then in the evenings, um, I'm getting on child number two because she is barely making it back in time because they want to spend more time together. Um, and Lights Out was at 10 o'clock. So, um, at 11 o'clock, I'm sorry, my bad. I went to bed at 10 o'clock. Um, <laughs> but yeah, 11 o'clock, so... They're not getting a ton of sleep, and they're, they're dying to spend more time together, and we were, we were doing devotions together every night. They had amazing things to say, and it was so beautiful to see Christ inside of every single one of them. Um, my crew was the same way. Again, brand new. I have no, I have no idea how to lead strange kids. Um, I like kids that I know. I was kind of worried about a bunch of kids that I didn't know, and they turned out to be amazing as well. I got to have hope on my team, which was absolutely fantastic. Having that that ounce of familiarity there was was phenomenal, and then and then they blew it out of the water. They got everything done that we were supposed to get done. It looked absolutely beautiful. They did ninety percent of the work um, without really knowing how to use a drill or understanding the concept of a level before we got there, um, and it was it was fantastic. So these kids were one hundred percent my God sighting every single day. They were incredible.
Um, I am Bonna. This is uh, mine and Lily's first mission trip. And it was, a, it was a little challenging for me because Lily fell and broke her elbow like an hour after we got there. <laughs> so, you know, we're, we're at urgent care, and the next day we're having to um, do... I went onto my site because we couldn't get a doctor's appointment until 3 o'clock that afternoon. And so she stayed at the school. You know, as a parent, you even though you know she's okay, you have this low-grade worry the whole time when something happens. And um, then she got casted, and they offered... See, they split everybody up. You're not on teams with people you know. You're with, with everybody else, so you're out of your comfort zone. And, you know, they actually offered to let Lily stay with me, and Lily was like, no way! <laughs> she wanted to go to her own crew. So after she... The next day, she went on, she did her thing, and, and, um, and all week... She she did, you know, everything. She she they also gave her the job of break master, which is you oh, break maker or whatever it is. <laughs> anyway, you're 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 the one responsible for everybody's lunch and water. So you've got a five gallon water jug and a, a rolling cooler, and you have to get it to the van and back to the cafeteria. And nobody else wanted to do it, so one arm Lily had to do that. <laughs> and she she did all that stuff, and and so anyway. My God sighting was really seeing how tough my girl actually was. <laughs> and um, she, she was just really excited about the color of her cast and, and different things. But you need to be really proud of these kids because they worked hard. Most of them worked outside in over 90-degree heat um, with people they didn't know, and they made new friends, and, and they just really worked hard and got the job done. Hi, I'm Hope, and this was my first mission trip ever, and I really had a great time. My God sighting was at the beginning of the week. I was standing back and letting the other people do the work because I had no idea how to build steps. And I just happened to see two completely white butterflies flying right beside each other. And I thought, oh, that's cool. Then later, when we were going to get the supplies for more stairs, <laughs> I saw another one. And I thought, oh, that's cool. But then, later in the week, I thought about something my mother had said earlier this summer, that butterflies were a symbol of life, of a new life. And all summer, there's been two butterflies, a white one and a black one. And my mom says... It's her mom and her dad because they've both passed away. My grandma, uh, like last year, three days before New Year's, and then my grandpa back in 2012. And I thought, wow, this is really something. (laughs) And I thought about the people that had passed away and everybody had said for their God setting about the resident and how their grandkids or kids had passed away, and I thought about, hmm, what if this means something? And I just really saw God in that, and yeah. I have been going with these, this group since 07, and I can tell you they are an inspiration, and they give me energy when I'm with them. 
When I get back, it takes me a while to recuperate, but I have the energy while I'm with them. Several things this week that occurred. Uh, I had a great crew. Uh, I even had Pastor Bob on the crew. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, he, 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 he did it. He did well, except for that one picture you saw with him with a kid on his back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so, you know, you hear about peer pressure. You know, he, he, was, he had peer pressure from the teens and, didn't, and, and responded to it. Instead of doing what he tells others to do, you don't respond to peer pressure. <laughs> instead of being smart like Larry and not doing that, yeah, I had, to, I had to fit in with the kids. But, no, there were several things this week that uh, was kind of unusual for me. One, my, there are volunteers called site coaches that come around and help you with your sites or, or kind of uh, if you're having trouble or whatever. My site coach happened to be a gentleman that I worked with on my first mission trip in 07. He and I were site coaches together. And this was going to be his last year. He was training another person from his church uh, because his church goes on these trips all the time. They usually go to large camps, and they usually try to provide one or two site coaches. And he was training this uh, young lady to be a site coach. But it was kind of neat to have him as my site coach when I had known him on my first trip. The other interesting thing that happened was that on Monday morning, the mayor of Winchester, Kentucky, comes out. And he says, is there anybody here from Virginia? And then he says, is there anybody here from Augusta County? And uh, the mayor of Winchester, Kentucky, is Ed Burtner from out in the Mount Solon area. And his wife is actually has family in the New Hope area. And we had a good chat and talked to him several times this week. But to go that far and to have somebody like that call out Augusta County, it's kind of unusual. <laughs> the other thing with, that uh, occurred that also kind of inspired you and tells you that God works in, in really strange ways at times and wonderful ways. There was a lady from Oklahoma and a lady from Georgia. They were cousins. They hadn't seen each other in 20 years. Both of them had their teenage daughters with them. The, two, the daughters had never met, and they got together this week. They happened to meet by chance. Uh, the adults met at a, an adult meeting we had on Tuesday, then the daughters were able to meet later in the week. But to think that you have people who haven't seen each other for 20 years, don't know that it's happening, but here they meet at an event like this. God is great. All the time. Amen. Do you want to have a seat? So Rachel, Rachel's not able to be with us this morning because she's heading back to Camp Overlook so she can continue out her summer serving. So she shared this with me. This trip changed me both in my faith, but it also changed myself. I grew closer to God. My resident, Harold, and his niece came to the house and bought us lunch. She also thanked us for planting a seed in the community and was happy to see the people our age going out and sharing God's word. Later on, she pulled us aside. She broke down crying and said that we may be the reason that Harold goes to heaven. How cool is it to be a part of that? So the devotion I'd like to share with you all, because when you're on the mission trip, Maybe not in the beginning, but at some point you feel like you're on the high road, the high road with God. You're at the mountaintop. So stay on the high road with me. Many voices this week may clamor for your attention, trying to divert you to another path. 
but I have called you to walk ever so closely with me, soaking in my presence, living in my peace. This is my unique design for you, planned before the world began. I have called each one of my children to a different path, distinctly designed for that one. Do not let anyone convince you that their path is the only right way. And be careful not to boast that your path is superior than another one's way. What I require of you is to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with me wherever I lead. Amen. So, but, uh, well... We thank God for all of his blessings. We thank him uh, uh, for our, our team here and for their example. And pray that that example will spur you to prayerfully consider uh, hearing God's voice in the future uh, to go on a mission team, a youth mission team, adult mission team, or wherever God uh, may lead you. Uh, I'm just going to say for uh, next week, and this will be my God sighting, uh, every time I went to uh, brush my teeth, this was what I saw. This was in the uh, boys' restroom at the middle school. And at first I thought, yeah, that's nice. And, uh, but I want you to think about that this week. What does this mean? Let your heart be your compass. And I want you to go back and read the, the scripture, Psalm 13, and the uh, hundred and some scriptures that deal with the human heart and deal with how we are led in life. And I want you to think about that. Uh, how, how are we led? And... Uh, That's all I'm going to say. Just think about that this week because I believe for a lot of us and in our culture and in our time, this is something that we think uh, this is the way to go. Enough that a school would go to a lot of trouble to put that up in the boys' uh, restroom. And so just think about that for a moment. What is your compass in life? What should be our compass? So that's it. That's what I want to say, and we'll see you back here next week, even though it's July 4th weekend, but you shouldn't be traveling because it's a really terrible time to be traveling, okay? <laughs> now go in the strength and the wisdom and the comfort of the Lord, allowing His Spirit to lead you, allowing His Word to teach you, and allowing His Son, Jesus Christ, to be your Lord. Go in His peace, and amen. <laughs>